0: This is Hawaii Rising, a podcast from the Hawaii People's Fund. I'm Suyuno Amos.
1: I'm Kenji Cataldo.
0: Today, we're speaking with Auntie Ku and Polani from Ku Akanaka about Ea Ecoversity.
1: EI is a culture based post secondary education and career training institution grounded in education with Aloha. Incorporated as a nonprofit in 2023, EI goal is to provide young Hawaiians ages 15 to 30 with culturally driven, community based educational experiences and opportunities, including career exploration and training, and by integrating modern technologies and initiatives with ancient Ike Kupuna and land based practices.
0: In this interview with Antiku and Polani from earlier this month, we heard about Ea Ecoversity's new Kanaka Culinary Arts Diploma, which is being launched this summer. To learn more about the program and how to apply, check out the link in this episode's description. So today we're really excited to be able to speak with Polani and Antiku um, about Ea Ecoversity. Maybe we can start off uh, if you both just want to introduce yourselves and then maybe give us a little bit of an intro to Ea Ecoversity.
2: Mai, o Polani Kalima, o Hawaii ku um, oku, puni, Ohilo o nehanao o mauna kea ku mauna o ipo ko wabawa ohihilave ku bava, o vai lele o ku, ku ukahawai, o vai olana ku kai aloha mai i am polani i am the executive director of aia ecoversity which is a hawaiian culture based higher education and career training program that provides a blended online and offline learning in an atmosphere full of aloha
3: Aloha mai kāko o wao o ku hinahina kui kahakai, kai kaha Lopaka kahakalau, kēkia a lo kaha William aho kaha Daniela kikino kaha a o ameki o Ma na o Hawaii, na ka o, Maui, me ka o Oahu e o kupuna aloha mai kako. Greetings, my name is Entiku and I am the founder and also the president of the board of AI Ecoversity and the Executive Director of Kuakanaka, the social enterprise that is sponsoring AI Coversity.
2: And if you folks hadn't noticed by our names, she is my mama. So it's an <laughs> honor to, to work alongside her and just be her, her kako'o and koko wherever I can be.
1: Mahalo for those introductions, Antiku and Polani. Could you, uh, I guess, continue on with the, uh, talking about EcoVersity and tell us the story of how Ecoversity and, you know, if you'd like to weave in the story of Kua Kanaka as well, how, how this organization came to be?
3: I yeah. guess okay, so, since I'm the older one, <laughs> I have more experience, I, I'm going to take that question. Um, so I have uh, I started as a Hawaiian language teacher in the public school system in 1985 and figured out very early that that system was not meeting the needs of our children. And so we began uh, some cultural immersion camps in Waipio Valley. Then we created a school within a school at Honoka'a where um, I've been living in this area in Kukui Haile right above Waipio Valley since 1991. Uh, we started at school within a school and then eventually in 2000 we started Hawaii's first Hawaiian focused charter school called Kanuokaina in Waimea in 2000 and my husband still teaches there and both Polani and my other daughter Iini are graduates of Kanuoka What we noticed though was that even if we provided the best education possible within a 12 framework, our, graduated need, our graduates needed Additional hand holding, you know, to become confident, productive 21st century global citizens, and also Kanaka that knew their kuleana as far as um, taking care of our language, our culture, taking care of our land, taking uh, protecting our sacred sites and our iwi kupuna and all of that, and so the idea of something post-secondary for Native Hawaiians that is affordable, you know, was born. Um, Right now, the... Just like the DOE, the public school, well, actually the private school system too, like these systems, K 12 systems have failed our people. The higher education systems as well have failed Native Hawaiians when you look at the numbers, right? We drop out, we, first of all, hardly compared to other ethnicities, very few Hawaiians enter college, and then we drop out before we graduate, right? So, uh, and we, we have big debts. When, if even if we don't graduate, right? So that's not a, a a foundation. That's not a formula for success in life. And as a result, fifty five percent of our people currently are economic refugees on the continent, right? They're not there because they want to be there. They are. They had to flee from their homeland like refugees because they can't afford to live in Hawaii. So that's kinda the scenario, you know, that we realized at least around two thousand and ten that we needed to do something. And so I left Kanwoka Aina to start Kuakanaka, a social enterprise that would provide products and services to grow our next generation beyond high school, and to provide the general uh, Hawaiian population with foundations in Hawaiian language and culture, because, again, the DOE has failed to live up to their mandate in Article 10 of the state constitution to provide that kind of learning. And today, not just Hawaiians, but the general public in Hawaii knows less about anything Hawaiian than we did in the 80s and 90s when the Hawaiian studies programs and the Kupuna programs in the schools were being supported. And so in 19 in 2015, we hooked up with this organization called Ecoversities Network. And these are programs, uh, post-secondary programs around the world, reimagining higher education so that we can prepare these next generations to be successful as 21st century global citizens which includes in every ecoversity the focus is also beyond whatever career that students are exploring to lama aina ecology ecoversity right ecology so if the next generations don't learn how to take care of and clean up all the problems that were caused by the last three generations there will be nothing to take care of, right? We will have destroyed our planet. So this is an international movement, 40 countries, hundreds of different organizations, all pulling our strengths to Lama Aina globally. And so we learned about this network. We went to their first global gathering in 2015 in Portugal. And so that was the eco-versialist part. EA stands for education with aloha because over all this time that I've been teaching, the number one change agent that the students from kindergarten to 12th grade and beyond identified, the number one thing that makes our way of education different is aloha. Caring for the students Providing them what now is called social emotional learning, which our Kupuna knew about, you know, from thousands of years ago, kind of thing. It's that, waola loko ike aloha, life is a imperi- uh, love is imperative for our physical, mental, emotional welfare. Providing our students with aloha, immersing them in an atmosphere of aloha, is what needs to happen if we want to produce students that are healthy, happy, and able to reach their highest potential.
0: I'm wondering if you would like to share any of the projects that you're working on or excited about right now in relationship to AI Ecoversity?
3: The AI Ecoversity Kanaka Culinary Arts Program is a two-year program designed for young Hawaiians ages 15 to 30 who want to enter or advance in careers in Hawaii's food industry. Um, it is a blended program in that uh, the IEMI, or learners as we call them, take multiple asynchronous online courses, um, one series focusing on, on culinary art, so food safety, cutting skills, and all of that, but from a Hawaiian perspective. So they'll learn all the vocabulary that has to do with things in the kitchen and simple sentences like, you know, uh, pass the knife or protect this, you know, or clean, all of those things. And then the other series being specifically on how to cook with Hawaiian foods. So there will be a course on how, how to prepare Taro, how to prepare ulu, how to prepare sweet seafood, etc., and then the third series, of course, it focuses on providing basic Hawaiian foundations. So it's a culinary arts program um, in general that it prepares. You know you to become a chef or a line chef, chef. Um, uh, you can start a food truck or catering and all of those kind of things here in Hawaii because one of the main things about Air University is to provide our learners, our IIMI with skills so they can remain in Hawaii, right? And then the other part of this Kanaka Culinary Arts Program is that you will get a strong foundation in cooking Hawaiian foods, learning about those foods, knowing the mo'olelo and the no no'iao and the mele, Only in all those things relating to these foods um, and also Hawaiian food preparation, uh, healthy food preparation. Because right now, you know, when you think about how many Thai people live in Hawaii and how many Thai restaurants we have, and I'm just picking Thai randomly here, you know, no, no, I love Thai food, so it's not about that. And then how many Hawaiians we have and how many Hawaiian restaurants we have, I mean, it's ridiculous, right? It's completely. Um, uh, inequitable, right? (laughs) Yeah. So we really wanna a increase the number of Hawaiian places for where Hawaiians can eat and other people too, because we all know that that food will be more healthy for us than other foods, kind of thing. And especially in food deserts like Waianae, you know, where we have one McDonald's and then a Taco Bell and then a Wendy's and then a da da da. I mean. That whole coastline and every time something else comes up, it's another fast food junk, <laughs> no good for our health kind of a place, you know. So that's really the concept of this Kanaka Culinary Arts program. And we are currently uh, accepting uh, registrations both for learners. We're going to start with a small group in the summer of 2024. And then, as I said, it's a two-year program. And we also are looking for mentors that would like to work with these young Hawaiians um, to learn more about food preparation, Hawaiian food preparation. So this could be people that are experts in making imu or somebody that does luau, Uh, or is in charge of the kitchen whenever their family has a luau, or it can be restaurateurs or cooks or chefs um, um, who would like to, again, be mentors or provide internship opportunities and or serve on our Kanaka Culinary Arts Committee, which is going to determine and validate the rigor of this program um, rather than some outside agency that's non-Hawaiian, right? So we believe Lehu lehua mano mano ka ikena Great and numerous is the knowledge of the Hawaiians, and we need to validate our own selves rather than you know having outside people that don't know our culture, that don't know our language, that don't know our way of life, telling us whether we are rigorous enough or not. The Kupuna have set the standards for us, and that's the standards that we believe we need to uh, help our next generation to achieve. And to exceed, right? Because it's always about advancing knowledge as well.
1: Mahalo for that, Antiku Polani. Was there anything you wanted to add about the Kanaka Culinary Arts uh, course?
2: Aye. So um, in our Ohana, I would I would say my mom, my my oma, my grandmother, my mom, mother's mother, my mom, and my sister are are the primary chefs, you know. And um, since becoming a mother myself, I had to learn how to become a chef and to feed my ohana, you know, but um, not only provide meals on, on the table, but also start to be sustainable and create our own gardens at home and feed them straight from our own aina, from our own homestead. So this is what we really want to instill in our young Hawaiians 15 to 30, that we should start growing our own malas. We should start um, having our own chickens, our own po- as our own cows, because we can sustain our individual ohanas as one, and then we can go from there through our communities and our our nation, you know, of Hawaii and things like that. So it, it is really an important program that we want to, gather as much young native Hawaiians to be a part of and really understand this concept of being sustainable here in Hawaii because we can make it work. We know our kupuna had ahupua'as and they served, the ahupua'as served so many people at its time. And we can do that today. You know, all that aina is still underneath these current buildings or current whatever lies out there. So we want to be sure that we um, that we share this ancient knowledge with our current generation and just really, really promote sustainability and doing it through a Kanaka lens rather than a Western lens.
1: Mahalo for that. I really appreciate that image you described of that that system is still there and it's just about bringing it back up to the surface. And it's really exciting to hear about this new program. I'm wondering for our listeners, if you could also share, I guess, about some of the broader um, work of AI Ecoversity so that we can understand how this Kanaka culinary arts program will fit into uh, the ongoing work of AI Ecoversity.
3: Yeah. So we are a brand new program, right? And we are an independent program, which means that we have no money. <laughs> Right. Nobody is sponsoring us. They should. You know, I think this is really no, this is not our kuleana, really. It should be the kuleana of this uh, government and it should be the kuleana of Hawaiian organizations to make sure that our young people stay home and provide opportunities for them to do so. But they're not, you know, and and this is one thing that. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, we can, and we are working on, is to interface with those that have, you know, $10 billion in assets um, or more, you know, and we have lots of very rich um, Hawaiian organizations that could very well support this effort. And at the state level as well, we have tried to work with the state state when the COVID monies came. And they blundered so bad, you know, that instead of one-year internships to young people in Hawaii uh, that had medical and all that, you know, the money was there, the money had been allocated, but because all of these large systems are dysfunctional, it was a two-month two program, you know, two months, which means nobody got no medical because in, on Hawaii Island to get a doctor's appointment takes more than two months, you know, kind of thing. So, um, And because we can't wait for these organizations, whose kuleata it is, to make sure that our young people can remain home, we started AI Ecoversity. But, again, without any major support, we have gotten some support from the Mellon Foundation. We just started to get some support from Kamehameha Schools. But considering the scope and breadth of our programs, the, this funding is really minute, to be perfectly honest. Right? This is a Hawaiian, independent Hawaiian university, is what we're creating, and we're creating it completely from the ground up with no funding and no support at the at this point in time, uh, you know, that that is significant from the outside. So we can only do so much. And so that's why we created Kuakanaka. Kanaka. All of our profits go to sponsor Air Ecoversity and so to and to grow it. But, you know, without um, being able to hire people that do these things, it will take a while. Uh, but as I said, we are, um, have always been in the process of, of trying to create partnerships. And we do have some very dedicated individuals that are on our advisory boards and also various partnerships here and there that support, um, you know, what we're doing. So right now, this Kanaka Culinary Arts Diploma is our first diploma program. We have uh, created the concept of a two-year, it's called Laiula Basic Foundations Program for young Hawaiians who don't know what they want to be, right, because, you um, I remember when I was a high school teacher and I asked my students, they wanted, and this is like at Holoka, they wanted to be mostly professional artists <laughs> and, and professional um Sports, you know, (laughs) uh, players, you know, I mean, and kind of stuff that, like, I don't think, you know, you're gonna become a basketball player at five foot four or whatever, you know. Um, so a lot of young people, because again, the DOE is making no efforts to really have a strong career exploration program, many young people, Hawaiians and others, graduate with really having no idea what they're going to be, right? And so they have to take jobs, low-wage jobs that aren't enough to live in Hawaii, um, and then eventually move away. So the idea of this Lai Ula uh, Air Ecoversity Diploma is for students who have, for young Hawaiians who have no idea of what they want to be, to do some career exploration to also give them a foundation in Hawaiian language and culture, to give them both theoretic and hands-on experiences in aloha aina, because that's the eco, eco part of ecoversity, right? So they have to take four courses from uh, traditional aloha aina practices, 19th century Aloha Aina movement, 20th century Aloha Aina movement, and then the 21st century Aina, Aloha Aina movement um, with Mauna Kea, et cetera. So they, besides these th- theoretical foundations, then they also have to do internships. They have to learn how to grow their own food, as Polani had described, and, um, and contribute to taking care of Hawaii's environment. Uh, and then the fourth part as I'm, uh, is also um, to learn how to live a healthy lifestyle. Currently, Hawaiians died 10 years earlier than any other ethnic race in Hawaii. So it's imperative that people from young age on learn how to take care of their health, right? Take care of their families because they don't learn. Take care of their finances. All of those kind of things that we have clumped under our Ola porno component. So this laiula lai Ula two-year Diploma basically gives you the, the foundations to be an educated 21st century Hawaiian with ola pono, life skills, mahi, career exploration and training, uh, kumu, pa'a, which is the foundations in Hawaiian language and culture, and aloha aina. And so those are the two uh, Kanaka Culinary Arts, which will begin in the summer of 2024. The Lai Ula one, which can begin as soon as we find funding for that program. It's all ready to go, but we need to have it funded. And then the next two that we've already been, be, began in terms of developing courses and running and pilot testing courses will be uh, Kanaka Digital Technology and Kanaka Entrepreneurship. So those ones are ready to go in terms of being developed, and we already have some courses, again, as soon as we find funding. So right now we're looking for you know people that or organizations that say, this makes sense, this is going to work. And so we're piloting our first diploma and then have three, three others ready to roll out as soon as funding becomes available.
0: Mahalo for that um, wider context. And I also wanted to just say that I, um, I think it's really cool that you folks, your first degree program is this culinary arts program because food is like such an immediate thing. And I feel like it's a really good example of how um, when Hawaiians are able to have opportunities to stay in Hawaii and share their brilliance in the community, it not only benefits Hawaiians, but it also benefits non-Hawaiians because I'm sitting here like getting so ono for Hawaiian food and I'm like ready for this program to succeed and to be able to hire all of the caterers that are going to come out of this program and eat all of the delicious food they're going to create. So I feel like it's a good example of, um, yeah, just even in, you know, social justice or social equity conversation, sometimes I feel like it's a, a good reminder that, um, you know, supporting Hawaiians is also going to help nourish uh, the whole community. Um, so mahalo um, for sharing that.
3: Can I, can I say one thing? And the motto of Kua Kanaka is when natives thrive, everyone benefits. You know, so we totally agree with that. Also, we have successfully used cooking to teach Hawaiian language now for over a decade. And we do kanaka kitchens, which is how this whole program started, uh, which are either online or in-person experiences where we cook with Hawaiian food, with taro, et cetera, um, and doing it bilingually. So but immersing people in the Hawaiian language as they're cooking.
2: Yeah, Uh, so to be a part of our Kanaka Kitchen experiences, we offer our um, events every first Thursday of every month. And to check out when these events are happening or how to register, please go to our Kua Kanaka social media platforms, either on Facebook, you can click the direct link or go to our Instagram through our link tree and register through there.
0: Mahalo. Yes, I have seen those events sometimes on Instagram and they always look amazing, so... Yeah. Maybe I'll have to check one out soon, Please, but join us. Um, yeah, <laughs> that would be fun. Um, yeah, but I wanted to ask, you know, um, kind of what do you see on the horizon sort of as your kind of main challenges that you foresee and, and are, are facing to kind of overcome in your work with Ecoversity?
3: E- well, all new programs, right, um, you know, take time to develop, right? That's one thing. So time is definitely a challenge. Um, as I mentioned, la- uh, funding, you know, is, is a huge challenge. Um, finding qualified people who who are able to help us develop our courses and who have both the Hawaiian and the technology skills because, um, you know, our our – Online courses are highly interactive and um, graphics and videos and you know knowing how to do all of that on top of having strong foundations in Hawaiian language and culture and, and things like that. Uh, unfortunately, there's still not as many people around that we would like to have. Right? It, it's a it's a slow process, definitely. Um, another aspect is being a Hawaii Island headquartered organization also makes it much harder. If we were in Honolulu, it would be so much easier to get press conference uh, coverage. Um, to you know have a, a, a TV station coming out and shooting something, and we know that because I've been working on this island and some of the things that we did, for example, at Kanaoka Aina Charter School. If we were on Oahu, we would have been. In the news, you know, every other week, kind of thing, you know. But for for a crew to come out, (laughs) you know, to especially not Hilo or Kona, uh, but Waimea or Kukuihaile or Waipii or Valley, even worse, right? Um, It's just it's just so so difficult, and and we can understand that, right? It's not like we we're blaming them, but uh, it's costly and it takes a lot of time and all of that. Um, So that is a huge challenge, you know. If we were located As I said, on Oahu, that would be much easier. At the same time, it's so important that our islands outside of Oahu have economic opportunities, right? And that we can stay there and don't have to move to Oahu because we can't find jobs here. So, you know, it's a catch-22, but I think that is definitely a challenge is getting noticed uh, f- from the media primarily um when you are in the boonies
1: you no know, i'm wondering if we could zoom out a little bit and uh, you know i'd love to hear about um, you know your folks' vision for the future you talked a little bit about making sure there are opportunities for Hawaiians to stay in hawaii and to thrive um but if you could kind of paint us a picture of what the future looks like um for you folks at aiekuver city
3: well Ea, you know, stands for education with aloha, right? That was the part that the students taught us about. But the word Ea also means independence. So when I first um, wrote my PhD in um, Indigenous education in the late 90s, um, it was called Kanuoka Aina, which is the name of our school, and it refers to natives of the land from generations back, a pedagogy of liberation. So the idea was that the way we educate is to liberate. And we are still committed to that uh, part of becoming sustainable and becoming um, self-sufficient again, right, all of those aspects, and going back to practicing the ways of life of our kupuna Including operating according to our traditional values, and so one thing that AI University is currently uh, undertaking is to framework our entire organization from an OEV-based lens. So the way we onboard, we're doing it in a Hawaiian way. The way we make decisions is done based on the luau model, which is how our kupuna operated. The way we evaluate our employees is done based on Hawaiian practices of ho'ike, et cetera. So um, the way we communicate with our staff. And so what we are, um, in addition to being a culture-based, the only uh, truly independent culture-based post-secondary program for Native Hawaiians is to also be a model for other organizations that claim to be Hawaiian, but beyond having some Hawaiian words in their mission statement or, you know, some of the organizational values reflecting it, or perhaps the executive director or board members being of Native Hawaiian ancestry, there's relatively little that makes them Hawaiian. You know, they they have uh, board meetings with Robert Rules of Order. That's not Hawaiian, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, uh, you know, and whatever, whatever, evaluation, whatever you want to look at, right? None of those aspects of running the organization are Hawaiian. Um, in some Hawaiian, you know, organizations, organizations that call themselves Hawaiian, people have worked there for 30 years, let's just say, And the increase of knowledge of Hawaiian language and culture is, what, 5%, 2%, (laughs) none? You know, how can that be, right? If this is supposed to be a Hawaiian organization, your staff has to be continuously involved in themselves and not just staff but leadership, right, to to learn more about what it is to be Hawaiian because none of us – Ever got the foundations that we should have as a result of you know colonization etc cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's our kuleana now to increase our knowledge. And if we're calling ourselves a Hawaiian organization, that that also should apply to our staff and our leadership. And so that's the other part about AI university is that we are creating a new and ancient a new modern but also ancient model of. Business of organizational uh, capacity and and approaches, in an effort again to liberate right, in an effort for us to become self sustaining. As I mentioned before, that proverb Ualehu lehu a mano mano ka ikena a ka Great and numerous is the knowledge of the Hawaiians. I strongly believe that if I have those foundational, the foundational understanding of the ike of our kupuna, I will be a successful 21st century citizen. And that's what we are advancing, and that's what we are perpetuating, is that if you want to seek other knowledge, nothing wrong with that, right? Our kupuna said, I speak multiple languages. I can function in other places in the world. It's not that I'm against outside, but... I have to know my own culture, my own language, my own way of life, the names of the places that identify who I am, the stories, the songs, the chat. I have to know all of that first. And I have to practice that and I have to live that. And that's what Ea, you know, education with aloha, but also independence and sovereignty, ecoversity is all about is to model that and to provide opportunities, free opportunities, because that's the one thing about our programs, they are tuition free for all Hawaiians. Um, free programs to all who want to, ku Kanaka, which literally means to stand as a Hawaiian, to live like a Hawaiian, or to be Hawaiian.
1: I wanted to ask about. A couple things we heard from Krisha a couple years ago. Um, she talked about, I guess, some of those courses that had been piloted or some of those other offerings that weren't the full diplomas yet. I know one of those was um, Kanaka entrepreneurship, and I would love to hear uh, your thoughts about uh, about Kanaka entrepreneurship and how you see that fitting into this broader project of of education and of um, this movement towards AI.
3: So if you would have called me or accused me of being an entrepreneur or a business person 20 years ago, I might have punched you out. No, I'm just joking. Maybe 40 years ago, I might have punched you out. I'm, I'm still kidding. Um, but the word to be a business person to me, was a bad word because American business, to me, was about exploitation, about greed, you know, about not caring about anything except for money. And that's completely opposite of the way I'm wired and the way our kupuna thought. However... As, you know, I began to create programs that were highly successful. I mean, we exceeded our own expectations, but they failed ultimately, in my opinion, you know, because we were financially dependent on people and organizations and systems that didn't want us to succeed, Right? So Hawaiian-focused charter school is an example. We are a threat to the Department of Education. And so up to today, Hawaiian charters get maybe half the money that the DOE schools get and no facilities. You know, so <clears throat> after 10 years of doing everything that I could, working around the clock, to create a fully accredited, and we got accredited uh, with the same status as as the private Hawaii, Hawaii's private schools like Kamehameha and Puna, you know, achieving that with a population of ninety percent Hawaiian that were, you know, um, deemed uneducable by the system, really, right? Um, we still did not get the support we needed from the state or from our Hawaiian organizations everybody gave us something but not enough to run the quality program that we feel our children deserve and that would actually allow them to thrive and reach their highest potential when you know other Hawaiian children um, got that funding you know from let's say a, a specific organization, etc. So bottom line, It doesn't matter how successful your program is, if it's not financially sustainable, it is not, uh, it can't live on, you know, it just doesn't work that way. I had to raise 50% of the money I needed to run the school while I was there. That was millions of dollars every single year, you know, and that shouldn't be, this is a public school, and we were outperforming. Everybody, you know, and, and you know, so <clears throat> that's when I said the next program has to be financially sustainable independently because um, otherwise we can't do what we really want to do. And so we started Kua Kanaka as a social enterprise. And we were ex- we have been extremely successful despite my (laughs) ignorance, really, in general, initially, at least, about entrepreneurship. At the same time, um, starting new programs is an entrepreneurial way of thinking, right? So it's not like we weren't used to the thinking part of it. It was just the financial parts of it. But we have been doing extremely well, and we're very grateful for that because, again, people are interested in learning more about our language, our culture, and our traditions. And so at this point in time, we figured if we can, uh, in, in Hawaii, on Hawaii Island, only about 6% of entrepreneurs are native Hawaiian, you know, like totally underrepresented again. So that was the idea of, you know, we need to have more entrepreneurs because as an entrepreneur also, uh, especially focused on the things Hawaiian, you have a better chance to remain in Hawaii. Right. If, if you are employed by somebody and they lay you off, that's it. Right. If you're an entrepreneur, you can pivot and you can figure out another product or service you know, that moves you forward. And so that's when we started these Kanaka Entrepreneurships, where we not only provided uh, these online asynchronous courses, but also provided uh, got funding to provide paid internships to some of the young Hawaiians who took the course, and one of those is a full-time employee right now at AIA University, which is Kamale uh, that facilitated this, this, um, this meeting today.
2: I do want to add on to that one um, and say that my mother is a pure genius in the thoughts and ideas that she comes up with. And she's, she's truly a visionary in creating all these things that are Kanaka-based and to have been raised by both her and my dad you know and to to be a kanaka living in this duality world is sets me up for my children as well to how to be kanaka in both worlds and so always adding kanaka to whatever it is whatever we're teaching whatever we're providing is extremely important that we as native people know who we are and where we come from and that that word kanaka in itself holds so much power and that we need to ground our this generation and the next generation in being Kanaka, providing those values, the ike of our kupuna, the mo'olelo, the mele, the oli. You know, that's that that foundation that we need to instill in individuals like others in my age group who haven't had that opportunity like I have. But now is the time. You're never too old to gain that ike of our kupuna and the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. So having that just that word kanaka and everything because you know we're we're going through this this interview and you're like kanaka entrepreneur kanaka this i was like yeah everything has kanaka in it how come and it's just all coming through but it makes sense why it is kanaka because that's who we are and that's what we will always always be so this is just my me as your daughter polani just so proud of being your daughter and proud of everything that you've created thus far mom So I just wanted to shout you out. Basically, that's what it's all about. But it's important that we know who we are as Kanaka and that we continue that for the future generations.
3: And I have to say, I've been very um, definitely been divinely guided and blessed to have had so many kupuna in my life. You know, I, I was blessed to still be with that last generation of Kupuna, who are native speakers, you know, and, and spend time with them, um, and not just, you know, sitting at a table talking Hawaiian, but being in the lo'i and and, and talking Hawaiian, and and uh, gathering la'aula pa'au and talking Hawaiian, you know, and, and um, watching the, the sky, you know, and, and doing it in Hawaiian kind of thing. So I really feel um, so blessed. Uh, of all the many opportunities that I had, um, you know, uh, and the divine guidance that that has taken me to where I am am today.
0: Super, super beautiful. Um, Is there anything else that either of you would like to share?
2: Definitely a mahalo to you folks, HPF, for supporting us um, in providing fundings and also just promoting who we are as a university and as Kuwa Kanaka as well. So we just mahalo you folks for, for just being one of our backbones and just
3: promoting who we are.
0: Yeah. We're happy to do it.
3: Wonderful. Yes. mahalo dui.
0: Yeah. Mahalo to you both for taking the time to speak with us today. And yeah, we're looking forward to seeing what comes next.
1: <laughs> Hawaii Rising is a podcast from the Hawaii People's Fund produced by me and me with additional support from Mickey. Our theme music is revolutionary from the band Ukla the Mock written and sung by Mickey Huihui. Oh,
0: flagging, high. No to
1: a big thank you to our community supporters and to you, our audience, for listening.
0: Ahui Henderson- Ahui.